This is Powered by Learning, a podcast designed for learning leaders to hear the latest approaches to creating learning experiences that engage learners and achieve improved performance for individuals and organizations. Powered by Learning is brought to you by DaVinci Interactive. For more than 25 years, DaVinci has provided custom learning solutions to government agencies, corporations, medical education and certification organizations, and educational content providers. We collaborate with our clients to bring order and clarity to content and technology. Learn more at DaVinci.com. Hello and welcome to Powered by Learning. I'm your host, Susan Port. And today, I'm joined by DaVinci President Mason Scuderi and our guest, Ian Anderson, President of Smart and Strong, and Oriel Gutierrez, Editorial Director for Smart and Strong and Editor-in-Chief for Paz Magazine, a national award-winning magazine and website for people living with and affected by HIV-AIDS. Paz Magazine and Paz.com reach more than 70% of all people living in the United States who are aware that they are HIV-positive. The magazine and the website are also read by people who wish to know more about the disease, people who are considering getting tested for the disease, and many healthcare providers. Today, we're going to talk about one of the ways PAWS engages their target audience through online assessment tools and e-learning courses. Welcome, Ian and Oriel. Thanks for joining us. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Good to be here. Ian, let's start off by uh, giving us a little bit of an overview of Smart and Strong and, and one of your brand's PAWS. So Smart and Strong was created a little over 27 years ago uh, as a health-focused media brand that started with Paws, our, our biggest and oldest brand for people living with HIV. At the time, living with HIV and AIDS was thought of as a death sentence. And Sean Strube, our founder, felt that he needed to change the dialogue and he created a glossy magazine. And he made it about living with HIV. Uh, he put people out camping, going to the beach. Uh, and it, again, it was, it was truth-telling as well. So it was not only showing people living with the disease, but it was also explaining the, the treatment options and you know, how to care for each other. And that mantra has really carried through everything that we've done since and all of our other brands as well. You, know, you think about the, the shift in thinking from people early on probably focusing on dying from AIDS, but, but your magazine helped people understand how to live with AIDS. Or you'll talk a little bit about that and the, the many ways in which Paws.com and Paws Magazine has impacted so many lives over almost 28 years. Well, I, I was one of them. <laughs> uh, I was a reader before I ever dreamed of becoming part of staff. I tested positive with HIV in 1992. I was 22 years old. And I thought I'd be dead by the age of 30. So that's a pretty typical story from people of, of my era. I stumbled onto the magazine at a clinic. Um, it's about maybe two or three issues after I actually saw the magazine launch. Uh, so it was a, a pretty amazing thing to see hope, literally to see hope. And, um, you know, I, I've been a fan ever since. So um, the idea that I sit in this chair um, Sometimes I pinch myself. It's, it's a pretty extraordinary journey. Thanks for that background, Ian and Oriel. We're very proud to partner with you in the creation of e-learning and the assessment tools that you use at PAWS. For our listeners, a little bit of background. The project was funded by the National Library of Medicine and its ongoing AIDS community outreach program. In partnership with PAWS and Smart and Strong, DaVinci created eight e-learning modules to help people concerned about HIV AIDS 
self-assess the risk and determine if they need to seek medical help. What was the motivation for expanding the digital magazine to include e-learning modules, Ian? So over our 27 years, we've always prided ourselves on bringing information to people wherever they might need it and in whatever format we could to make it digestible and understandable to the community. So, you know, in the beginning, it was print. Then we moved to the online, you know, www.pods.com. Then we moved into social media. I was part of uh, our first MySpace website, if anybody remembers MySpace back in the day. And then we continued to evolve Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, et cetera. For us, it's always been about trying to find new tools, new ways to help people understand what can be very complicated information. And HIV, fortunately, has gotten a little bit easier over the years. You know, it used to be you'd have all kinds of pill combinations and, and trying to keep, keep it all straight was very difficult. Now there still are lots of different options and, and opportunities if someone's living with HIV. So we were looking for a way to continue to expand that, find a new way to help people understand these different things, you know, assessment of risk, figure out how to, what kind of treatment should you start with, learn about aging with HIV, which is a whole nother topic that we covered in an e-learning module. And we were fortunate enough to partner with DaVinci and get this grant for the first uh, round of modules. Uh, and it, it's a great new way to educate and, and bring information to our audience who's someone who may not be comfortable with the words. Uh, you know, it's, it's a long, long sentences, long paragraphs. It's just all words. This has pictures. It has people. It has personal stories in it uh, and has a really nice, easy to use uh, function. Yeah, that's great. And, and showing some of the, the benefits and strengths of an e-learning module. Oriel, with years of experience as an editor and writer and knowing how to connect with your readers, how did you translate that understanding into creating impactful e-learning? Well, like Ian said, I mean, uh, a lot of the touchstones that are in these modules are pretty great as far as people who, who need to learn differently or, uh, quite frankly, just anybody. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, reading, reading straight words, as, as Ian put it, can, can be daunting to kind of digest difficult topics. We talk about reaching our audience by not only educating, but entertaining. And I think that sometimes, you know, raises an eyebrow um, with people because they don't really think of learning as something that should be fun. <laughs> you know, it should be dry and, and boring. And, and that's just not my philosophy, certainly. Um, and I don't think it's ours as a company. It's, it's a lot more effective when you can engage people where they are and perhaps where they aspire to be pretty pictures and, and happy people go a long way toward making topics that could be scary or, or seemingly, um, you know, unapproachable, uh, that much more approachable. But it's not just the visuals. I mean, it's, it's also the way that things are written, the way that things are presented, you know, they, they make a big difference. Yeah, that's really great. So at DaVinci, we're always interested and in, uh, in addition to our clients uh, being interested in, in measuring the learning outcomes that come from the experiences that we create. With PAWS, how do you measure the engagement with these e-learning modules that are housed within the PAWS website? So PAWS has always engaged our audience with whatever types of tools and, and learning products that we provide. So it was a very easy and, and seamless process to introduce these modules and do the same. So we have the traditional Google Analytics on the modules so we can track 
you know, how many people have, have viewed each page of the module, how long they're spending with the module. And then we also end with a survey. And we have been surveying our audience from the beginning. They're very comfortable telling us what they think in very plain language, <laughs> to put it politely. Um, so, exactly you know, right. <laughs> so, so we have a survey at the end of these and the feedback on them has been amazing. People have really enjoyed them, appreciate the learning. We also link people within the modules to more information. That's something else Pause has always done. So whether you're online or in print, or you see one of our posters up at an ASO, an aid service organization office around the country, we link you back to the community. So if you want to talk more about aging with HIV, you can go to the pause forums and get more information. So the engagement and making it fun and interesting, as Oriel said, is something that has always been part of our learning. And it's funny, you know, as, as Oriel said, we make it fun. And so it's not, you're not really necessarily realizing you're learning. But at the end of the day, you've, you've got a lot more knowledge on the topic. Oh, that's so great to hear that the learning modules have been well-received. Do you find, um, Ian, when you're doing these surveys, are you ever getting ideas from people who've taken some of the learning for, for new ideas for content or ways to improve it? I mean, are you learning from the learners? <laughs> you know, I think Oriel might be better to answer that because he's the one who gets the poll results and the survey results and turns them into all kinds of projects. Uh, the short answer is is absolutely. <laughs> Our audience teaches us as much as we dare to teach them. It's it's a very interesting dynamic in the HIV community anyway, where folks, especially who have been living with the virus for a long time, so we call them long term survivors, they had to learn things from scratch. And and you know I, I barely qualify, um, although I've been living with the virus uh, for about thirty years um, as a long term survivor by some other standards and, and you know, they, they, they thought they'd be gone a long time ago. So the way they survived was actually to start reading Pause Magazine <laughs> and other magazines like it and um, tear out pages from the treatment section and run to their doctor and say, have you ever heard about this? And most of the time they'd say, I, I never heard that before. So they became the experts way before the medical establishment did. Actually, uh, we are very humbled to get their feedback and as Ian said, oftentimes very colorfully, <laughs> but uh, they, they teach us just as much as we teach them. It's great to hear that the e-learning modules are being well-received by your audience. Often organizations try to educate the public with one-way learning or just a basic information dump, but not many are willing to go to the length to create e-learning and assessment tools. Why do you think it's so important for PAUSE and what advice could you give to others trying to affect change? So PAUSE, as I, I think I said earlier in the, the podcast, I mean, we've always prided ourselves on trying to bring the information to wherever people are engaging with it. A good example was uh, there's a, a social media site called Tumblr, and high schoolers were using it to learn about HIV maybe 10 years ago. And one of our junior staff brought it to us and say, hey, I'm seeing this conversation going. So we created a Tumblr page. Our junior staffers started to engage people in that space. And that's something that has been part of our organization from the beginning. And we're also very fortunate that we have really engaged editors. So when someone comes to our Facebook page and asks a question, we have an editor there to respond to it. We also have forums where there's 24-7 monitoring from around the world. So if somebody comes on there and has a problem or an issue, we can answer the question there very quickly. 
bringing it back to the e-learning modules, it's just another component of what we do. So we're trying to get people to ask questions. We're trying to basically empower them to go forward, whether it's to their doctor or to uh, their place of work and be empowered to discuss HIV and, and what they need or what they want. So the, the advice is really just to, to, to engage people wherever you might find them looking for your information. And again, HIV has, you know, it started in print and moved to digital, moved to social media. And now we've got these great e-learning tools that walk people through scenarios so that they can learn and figure out what's best for them in, in whatever situation they find themselves. And again, I, I want to stress the importance of the editors being involved. And, uh, you know, we're, we're Oriel's here, so I'll let him speak to that directly. But having an editorial team so engaged is a huge benefit for what we do. And strongly recommend any organization do that. Have the, the editors on the forefront talking directly to the community. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, you know, there's, a, there's a, a, a certain way of doing things that a lot of, certainly a lot of publishing companies, but I would say all companies, you know, uh, follow and it's kind of a top-down model. And for at least our editorial team, we, we try to have a, a different approach and, and empower everyone to have a, a certain level of responsibility um, and engagement. And so, um, you know, that just proves to be effective for us. Oh, that's some really great feedback. No matter what kind of content we're creating, there's nothing better than knowing that that content is reaching your audience and, and then receiving some kind of feedback from, from your audience. So thank you both for sharing. Uh, before you leave us, uh, Ian and Oriel, talk a little bit about what's next for PAUSE. We are keeping our eyes open for what the community needs next in whatever format it might come. Uh, one thing we are actively working on is evolving our video content. Uh, we've been creating videos for years, whether it's sharing video from community events or people telling their stories, but we think there is more we can do with the platform. Um, for instance, we offer a wide variety of tips for the community, whether it's eating healthy or ways to reduce your stress. And one specific tips list that we have been working around and updating is around PrEP. Uh, and PrEP, just as background, it stands for pre-exposure prophylactics, and it's an HIV prevention tool. If you're not living with HIV, it uh, reduces the risk of transmission if you're exposed to HIV. And there's actually a new injectable option that goes along with the pills that have been around for years. And people have a lot of questions, you know, the pros, the cons of pills versus shot. Uh, and we we already do present them in a bunch of different ways, but I think that video is an important option to add into that mix. So we're talking to a couple of different vendors about ways to make that happen. Um, that's my big priority at the moment. Um, Oriel, do you have any thoughts on your side? Sure. Well, um, you know, we, we are still living through the COVID era and probably will for some time. Um, there are a lot of connections between COVID and HIV as far as the science goes. So uh, there's a lot of interesting uh, connections there, and certainly editorially we'll be following those. Anything new on the uh, the learning horizon, Oriel, that you can see doing to educate your readers? Yeah, I mean, besides video, I, I, I am actually looking forward to doing some more modules. I, I, I do think they're fun. Uh, they are engaging in a way that... Um, you know, I find to be unique. Uh, so I look forward to doing more of those. Um, apart from that, uh, you know, I, I look forward to hearing from our audience. I'm sure they'll have some opinions about what they want. Our audience is keeping us on the cutting edge, that's for sure. 
Well, thank you both for taking the time to talk with Mason and me today. It was really interesting to hear about your journey with PAWS over the last 27 plus years. And we're excited to play a very small part in helping to educate your audience and look forward to hearing what's next. So thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you both. It's so inspirational to hear how e-learning has played a part in actually shaping the lives of people living with or affected by HIV AIDS. What are some of your key takeaways from our conversation with Ian and Oriel? Yeah, Susan, that was an impactful conversation. Ian and Oriel shared some great insights with us about how to educate the public on health-related content. I really like the importance of using relatable characters, scenarios, and writing to engage and entertain your audience. And also using a variety of different formats like e-learning modules, websites, forums, and anywhere that your audience is uh, finding a way to reach them. Yeah, well put. Anything new at DaVinci that you'd like to share? Oh, well, DaVinci recently redesigned and upgraded an educational website for the National Human Genome Research Institute. Uh, The NHGRI is one of 27 institutes at the National Institutes of Health, and Unlocking Life's Code was originally an educational website launched in 2013 as a part of the collaboration with the Smithsonian Institution. And what they were doing there in launching that website uh, was celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the decoding of the human genome. Well, recently, DaVinci um, redesigned and redeveloped Unlocking Life's Code. We used our learning-focused UI UX process to organize information uh, based on user personas. Um, We upgraded the website from Drupal 7 to Drupal 9. We organized a variety of online educational resources, uh, learning modules, videos, 3D animations, PDFs, uh, into a searchable resource library. And finally, we translated the website and educational materials into Spanish in order to reach a wider range of learners. That sounds great, Mason. I'll definitely have to put a link to that in the show notes of this podcast. Thanks, Mason. And many thanks to Ian Anderson and Oriel Gutierrez for joining us today. If you have any questions about what we talked about, you can reach out to us on DaVinci's social channels through our website, davinci.com, or by emailing us at poweredbylearning at davinci.com. Powered by Learning is brought to you by DaVinci Interactive. For more than 25 years, DaVinci has provided custom learning solutions to government agencies, corporations, medical education and certification organizations, and educational content providers. We collaborate with our clients to bring order and clarity to content and technology. Learn more at DaVinci.com.